0: What's your name? Ruby. Ruby. (laughs) Just a gem, aren't you? (laughs) You've got a pretty face, you know. You're a colored girl.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Dead Talk Live, and as you just saw, our very special guest tonight is Sophie Guest from the Amazon hit show, Them. Sophie, thank you so much for being here with us tonight. How are you doing?
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. How
1: about you? I am doing great. I am jazzed up for this conversation. Uh, Let's just get started. Before we get to them, I want to start to the beginning you have been modeling since probably as early as you can remember is that correct
0: uh actually i i didn't um i've never modeled really my oldest sister she used to be a model and that's how i became an actress um i was like six or seven when i started acting and my oldest sister since she was model her agent knew she had a younger sister so they had me audition for Jack Reacher with Tom Cruise. And I ended up getting the part, and that's the rest is
1: history. I mean, that's just mind-blowing. Your first credit is with a great movie with Tom Cruise. You were like six at the time. Uh, what was that like? Do you have any memories of working on that set and so on?
0: Yes, it was a magical experience for me. It was so crazy to like you were saying, for that have to have been my first credit. <laughs> um, it was such an unusual experience, too. Uh, whenever I, after I had auditioned, Christopher McCorry, the director of the movie and such a phenomenal director, he asked me to come down to his offices and just to discuss, like, safety issues since in the scene there were going to be some, like, gunshots. So he wanted to let, let us know that safety was his top priority. So he brought us down um and after he had offered me the role he showed me the storyboard for the film and showed like frame by frame explained each one like what which what each one meant and he pointed to one of the frames and he said do you know who that is and it was a picture of a little girl and then like an older guy and i said i don't i don't know who the guy is but the little girl looks a lot like me and he said Tom is gonna find that so refreshing. Sophie, that's Tom Cruise, the star of our movie. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know who Tom Cruise was being six years old, but now I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so cool. It was really like an unusual experience because that doesn't happen. That's not like a usual thing that happens after you audition for a movie. So it was a really cool and magical experience.
1: Just think of the story you're going to have five, 10 years from now when you're a big superstar and you're like, oh yeah, my first movie was with Tom Cruise, you know, no, (laughs) no big deal. And then two years later, at eight years old, you landed in the 2014 Fault in Our Stars. What was that like compared to Jack Reacher? It was, I mean, both were
0: amazing. They were both amazing sets to be on. Um, The Fault in Our Stars was definitely, I would say, like, I don't know, a lot, since the actors were a lot more, um, I guess, not closer to my age, but my sisters admired them so much. Shailene Woodley and Ansel Elgort, my older sisters and my older siblings, they really admired them. And, you know, they obviously had a crush on Ansel Elgort because who wouldn't? And uh, it was a, a really cool experience on that set, too. I remember... Um, Shailene Woodley like in between takes she was so down to earth and she would like share like her like snacks with me like she had like dates and like different like uh, earthy snacks that she would share with me. And I remember Ansel Elgort and I and my mom, we all had lunch together on set and he told me about his first grade crush. And how he like gave her roses on Valentine's Day, and she rejected him. Oh, <laughs> and now I'm like that girl must be kicking herself because who would reject Ansel Elgort? Like <laughs> come
1: on. Oh my God, oh that's she's gonna look back on that, and you're right, that's gonna be a big regret. <laughs> so now let's get to them, all right? You are on this big mega hit show on Amazon rave reviews from both uh, viewers, critics. They love it. Uh, We're gonna get to the aspects of the show in a minute, but how did you get this role as Doris?
0: Yeah, I, for most roles, since I am in Pittsburgh, I'm not in California. For most roles, I film them at home remotely. We have like, uh, my mom and I have a setup, we have a green screen in my room and we'll take it out when, when needed and you know, most of my auditions, I've filmed hundreds of auditions like this cause I'm so used to it. And I usually only fly out when I get a callback. Uh, but for this role, the the description was so spot on. You know, the quintessential California girl, blonde hair, blue eyes, which, you know, I got blonde hair, blue eyes. So I was like, this is perfect. I should fly out right away, have them get a feel for me. And so I flew out and I prepared the audition with my acting coach, Sean Colin Young. And I didn't get like, much on the show itself, just a little description of what the show was, and then my character description. So I built like a backstory with my acting coach, and whenever I actually got in to the audition room, Julie Lowry, the casting director, threw me a huge curveball that I was not expecting. I walked in and she told me, okay, just before you begin, I just want to let you know Doris is not real. She's a figment of Ruby Lee's imagination. So do with that what you will, and whenever you're ready. And on the inside, I'm like, okay, cool. And on the, uh, I mean, on the outside, I'm like, okay, cool. And on the inside, I'm dying because, oh my god, you just told me that she's like not real. So I'm like, what do I do? So I just had to make a really quick change, and I was like, okay, I'm ready, I guess. And I just played her super manipulative and like robotic and doll-like. And when I walked out of the audition, my mom was like, how do you think you did? And I was like, okay, I don't really know. I didn't know how it went, but. I guess i did something right you know yes
1: yes, you definitely did something right now when you got the part when did you uh actually get to see what the story was going to be about uh you know the whole premise of the story
0: so i got the script like very shortly after i knew i got the part which was i i got the first script first and after i read it i was like this is Phenomenal. I mean, the screenwriting and the storytelling is so amazing. And I think that really shows on screen with the acting and, you know, the cinematography even. Even like the choice of music is so like it fits it so well and everything like the whole show is just so well done. And Little Marvin did such a phenomenal job. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Now, you being a young woman and uh, even me being a man in his 40s. It makes me angry. And I think that's what the filmmakers are trying to elicit from the viewers, okay? Uh, And I tell my viewers, and I've been telling them about them, is that it's hard to watch. It's going to make you want to throw something at the television screen. But it's something we need to watch. It's something that should not be forgotten ever. And I applaud the filmmakers for bringing this to us. As a young woman, what are your, what kind of emotions does it elicit from you, the whole story?
0: I mean, I, I think you pretty much described it. I'm, when I first watched the show, I wanted to throw a rock at the screen because not only are like these beings, like, you know, the scary people, like terrifying, but these everyday horrors, you know, like Betty Wendell, the neighbor. Mm. I, she made me so angry and Allison Pill did such an amazing job of playing her because I wanted to throw a rock at my screen. I wanted to, you know, whenever like Emery slaps her across the place, I was like, yes, that is well deserved because she needed that. Put her in her place. So it definitely makes me feel those same things. You know, that agony, that frustration and anger. Uh, definitely I I felt all the same things he
1: felt. And what an amazing, you know, choice uh, for Betty uh, and Alice. She was just, I mean, amazing. Uh, Such a great actress. Such a great actress. Now, how did you prepare for the role of Doris, knowing that she is a figment of Ruby's imagination, sort of like her subconscious? Did you... Do you have any techniques that you do or something that you did to get into that mindset?
0: Yeah, I think what it was for me was definitely like those doll like uh, things that she does. You know, I have pretty big eyes, so I would try to use those to my advantage, like with a really wide eyed smile and, you know, kind of tilt my head and really make it as animated as possible because whenever you're a real person, you're going to be as authentic as possible. But when you're fake, you want to over animate it. So that was a big portion of it for me. And also how I carried myself. So I would try to like sit very proper, like a lady in the 50s would. And I would pull myself my posture back and cross my ankles, you know, just trying to become that like 50s, a girl, yeah, you know, yeah,
1: like the, you know, the kind of girl you would see in the movie Grease or the play Grease, you know. Yeah, so, sure. what you you are working with an amazing cast from Ashley Thomas, uh, all the way to Deborah uh, Shahadi, all of them amazing, yourself included. Uh, is it intimidating, like Ashley Thomas, for example? They are, he's huge, he's a great actor. Uh, Do you find yourself intimidated, or are they really warm and embracing and just make everybody feel like a part of the family?
0: I think that you described it perfectly in your your second way of phrasing it. Um, I was only able, on set, I was only able to work with Deborah and Shahadi, which in itself was such an amazing experience because they are such genuine and down-to-earth people. Um, But when I was working with them, I mean, I could tell they were in their characters, like, constantly i mean whenever i was working with deborah like i knew she was being lucky because like i could feel that like i knew she was being her constantly i don't know like it was just this vibe that i felt um and whenever i was watching like some of their interviews because even though i'm on the show it's so interesting to me of how they prepared for the characters and she said that she was constantly Acting as lucky even though even when she wasn't on set which it's crazy to me that I felt that you know Even though like I didn't know she was doing that at the time But they are such genuine people and I would not say it's intimidating because they are such genuine people and It was just such a great experience
1: absolutely now uh, them is You know it falls under many movie uh, Genres one of them is actually horror What category would you put it as the main category? Drama? Horror? uh, What would you pick?
0: That's a great question. I think for me it would be a psychological thriller maybe. I think a lot of the horror that goes on in the show is psychological and it kept me on the edge of my seat thriller wise but I think it is that psychological aspect because after I watched it you know and I think I don't I don't know if I'm speaking for anyone but I think whenever everyone watches it at least I hope they after they watch the episode they sit and they think like what just happened and that's what like the psychological aspects comes into it because you know that's that's how I felt I'm like what just happened let me take a second let me go breathe before I step into the next episode. I think psychological thriller really nails it
1: on the head. Absolutely. Let's get to some pictures that your rep sent over that I want to share with uh, the audience, okay? So here we have you, and uh, do you see the pictures?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: There you go, with uh, in costume with the makeup, and uh, of course a 1950s iPhone. great picture here and then we have another one uh in the makeup chair how long did this process take uh
0: the makeup itself didn't take that long only about 30 minutes but if you see like i have like kind of like uh where my face like kind of splits if you will i have like a piece of like not plastic, I don't know, like nylon or something, I don't know the material, but I had to get a whole head cast done, which was basically plaster being poured onto my head. And that took like two hours to get just like a mold of my face.
1: Was it fun wearing that makeup around the set?
0: It definitely put me into character and I definitely freaked a lot of people out. I had (laughs) huge like um, contacts that I had in, which were so difficult to see with because I, I don't wear glasses or contacts. So it was like huge and it took up like my whole eye. Oh,
1: <laughs> so
0: wow. that was probably the thing that scared me the most and it scared my mom and I both. I was scared of myself and she was scared of me. She was like, just don't look at me. I'm terrified of you right now.
1: We have one final picture of you and Shahidi right here. And this is a great shot of the two of you here. <laughs> uh, just you you guys look like you're having a blast.
0: <laughs> yes, we definitely were. <laughs> Um, that was we were on location in a school somewhere in California I don't know exactly where it was and um, I remember school was like in session when I filmed that so I was walking down the halls with that makeup in this outfit and all these like students are like looking at me like oh my god like who is this girl like they I, I don't know like how they didn't like lose their minds of like who I like with my face like being all like distorted i don't know how because i would definitely would but i think they were a little shocked of what was going on i
1: would be too now do you consider yourself to be a horror fan
0: i definitely think that i like like i was saying the psychological thrillers i don't like the blood and gore of some horrors but i think um psychological thrillers it's why them was so intriguing to me in the first place because, like I was saying, that's how I would describe it. Um, those are more my style.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I feel I'm exactly the same way. The blood, guts, and gore. I'm like, okay, that's that's okay, whatever. Yeah. But the story tell- telling, the character building, uh, the stuff that can actually be real and is real, like the story them is a hell of a lot scarier you know if you really think about it you don't need a whole bunch of blood guts and gore to make a story really really uh scary so how would you say doris is either similar or different from yourself
0: i would say she's the complete opposite of me i think uh i she's such a manipulative person Um, you know, even those like backhanded compliments, like in the clip you showed at the beginning of the show, um, where she was like, you're you're really pretty for a colored girl. Like Mm -hmm. those backhanded compliments, she just kind of tries to pull Ruby Lee in, um, and then, you know, stabs her in the back. So I think that manipulative aspect is very much unlike me, which makes it a lot of fun to play because I get to be someone who I'm not.
1: Absolutely. You and Shahidi had great chemistry. How would you describe working with her on on you know on your scenes together, as a you know film partner?
0: Yeah, she was super genuine and super down to earth. Um, as a film partner, I mean it's so key that you're actively like listening to to the person you're working opposite with and being present. And I think we both did a phenomenal job of doing that. Um, we both you know were in our characters and in the moment. And I think in that one scene where you see Shahadi, like, dipping her hand in the paint. The scene that happens right before that where we're in the storage closet and we're talking, I think whenever we were filming that scene, we felt that, like, connection. Mm-hmm. And I think that was... that It was such an amazing experience to have because I felt that while I was acting in it. You know, I felt that connection, and I felt that listening and that give and take.
1: Absolutely. Now, when you were done filming them, did you walk away and you know, think to yourself, God, I have learned so much more and I'm that much better of an actor now than I was when I first started shooting them.
0: Yes. I definitely think I did feel that way. I think I learned so much just like historically also, uh, being able to work on a show that is so like educational. If you let it be, I learned so much about like racial confidence and, uh, housing and inequality and these redlining and all this like stuff that i didn't know before of course i knew like segregation and racism in the 50s but i didn't know to what extent so that was my biggest takeaway i think i got from filming the show
1: now this story is uh them is meant to be an anthology uh as far as you know so we got this first story it's pretty much done with the next season is going to be a complete different story Are you allowed to share, like, are they going to follow the American Horror Story line where they bring back past actors to play different characters, or are you not allowed to share that?
0: I think that would be a really cool thing. I don't know what the second season holds as of yet. I think it would be really cool if that did happen. I've, you know, I've been talking to my mom about that. I think that would be super cool, but I don't know what season two holds. I'm I'm, I'm really excited to see what comes next, though.
1: So am I. So am I. Now, being from Pittsburgh, uh, had you known about the Great Migration that took place, uh, you know, from the early 1900s through the 70s to the West? Um, or like you just mentioned, you just learned a lot about history doing this show.
0: Yeah, I think it's more of the second uh, thing you said. I I definitely knew like about the Great Migration, but after being on this project, I learned so much more in depth, you know, um, that I didn't know before.
1: What would you say is the biggest takeaway you had from shooting them?
0: Um, like, educationally or just, like, as, as
1: Professionally. Professionally. Professionally.
0: I think the biggest thing I would take away is... Um, that's a great question. Sure. I'm, I'm thinking. I, I think the biggest thing I I would take away is is like the special effect aspect of it because I wasn't able to do that before. Um, And it it really helped me morph into my character a little bit more. And it was such a cool experience to have because I've never had that extensive work done on me, you know, Um, that was probably my, the newest thing that that I can add to, you know, my resume.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know, you mentioned you're not a fan of the big blood, guts and gore, totally cool. But going forward in your career, are you completely open to doing more horror?
0: Yes, I definitely think it'd be cool um, to do another horror show or horror film like this. But I definitely think that after the show, being so intense and all, it'd be nice to take a break, maybe get a comedy (laughs) or a (laughs) coming of age film. You know, even the playing field a little bit, take a break from you
1: know, the uh, psychological terror
0: that
1: now was there, definitely faced. Was there stuff you would do, you know, when shooting was done for the day to sort of put the, I don't even know what the right word is, the intense emotions that had to be felt on the set, and for you to put that out of your mind, uh, you know, you're a very talented young actress. Are you still learning that process to how to just leave the day's work on the set and pick it up again the next day?
0: First of all, thank you so much. (laughs) Um, I think one thing that I really did, I tried to um, get away from the stress of the day just every day um, by exercising. And I go on runs and, you know, try to like alleviate like my stress there. But I think, you know, after a day of filming, I think the thing that helped me the most get away from that intense, you know, being that I had yeah. to be, would be just like talking to my mom about the day, my mm-hmm. day that I had, and like all the little events that I had and the moments that happened. Because that just talking about it really just like winded me down a little bit.
1: That, that makes perfect sense. Uh, how long did it was shot in L A. Right? Yes, it was. How long did you have to spend in L A. filming it? Like uh, weeks, months?
0: So I. Filmed um, them in like the fall of 2019, and then March 2020. I like would go back and forth between Pittsburgh and Los Angeles since I wasn't in every yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. um So I would fly out whenever they needed me. So that started in the fall of 2019, and then March 2020 we were shut down because of COVID, and then we came back August 2020, and that's when I finished my episode. So it was like a little sporadic, I guess.
1: Okay. Now, obviously, you have been doing this for a long time now. You have spent your fair share amount of time in Los Angeles. Do you see yourself as you get older, like moving to L.A.? Or you're like, you know what, I can be, especially now, you don't have to be a successful actor or actress and either live in either New York or Los Angeles. There are filming hotspots all over the United States and the world, to be uh, completely honest do you see yourself maybe wanting to move to la or are you perfectly cool just you know pittsburgh is a great city staying in pittsburgh and just letting that be your home base
0: pittsburgh is a great city but i 100 percent want to move to california um i just love the atmosphere there i love the action um it's just such a great place to be I hope that
1: oh come you know, on I, I I'm from New York City are you going to give New York City even a chance <laughs>
0: no I've definitely thought about that I think New York City is great I've been there several times for auditions um you know I've thought about New York City for sure but I I need that uh you know nature like that
1: uh you could know, say it's sun in California nature. weather
0: yes I need
1: the sunny California
0: <laughs> weather <laughs> For
1: sure. Now, the uh, subtitle of this season is Covenant. What does that mean to you?
0: So, in the 50s, like I was saying about whenever I was like learning a lot of stuff about what went on in the 50s, um, there's this thing called racial covenants. And this is basically a thing that happens so that African-Americans couldn't purchase homes. Um, and then so they could only purchase homes in certain areas. And that's where redlining comes in, where
1: mm-hmm. they,
0: there were certain like areas where African Americans could live and then the white people could live and all, all this stuff. And it's basically how that, even though that happened in the fifties, it still is like affecting people today. And you know, you, you see East Compton now is major a, a majority of
1: um, African American.
0: Yeah. Neighborhood. And that's like, the result
1: of redlining and racial covenants. I know. Uh, like I tell my audience, it doesn't matter that that happened 70 years ago. Ten years after, or close to ten years after uh, the time period that then takes place, we had the civil rights movement that happened, and as far as I'm concerned, the civil rights is still ongoing today, you know? This is not a problem that is solved. Not in any way, shape, or form. Now, uh, being a teenager in this time period, uh, how did you find acting uh, very different um, compared to where we are actually in 2021? I mean, how did you get into the 1950s mindset? Uh, did you do anything special to go into a mindset of a time period that neither, I don't, I have no idea, I never lived in the 50s. I have no idea what it was like. Were there people on the set? To teach you about mannerisms, how to talk, how to move and whatnot.
0: Um, I think I found most of that, you know, just by doing my own research. Like YouTube is a great a way to like do my research on that. So I did a lot of research and the first thing you see me putting on the lipstick. Mm-hmm. And I had to do a lot of research on how, you know, a fifties like bell of the ball would kinda do that. Like that Doris Day, how she would hold herself and how she would you know, like I was saying, cross cross your ankles. And so whenever my mom and I would be, like, out to dinner in Los Angeles, she'd be like, okay, now sit. Like, you're you're in the 50s. And so I would sit up and I'd cross my ankles, and she'd have me do, like, the lipstick while we were, like, at dinner. And so I would have to do the lipstick. Like, you know, it's just, like, random times of the day. I would do it just to practice and, like, ingrain it to be, like, something second nature, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, your mom sounds like such a great mom and just – friend and uh, partner yeah. to have and you're very lucky what did you find the most challenging aspect of doris
0: i think the most challenging thing for me was having to say some of those manipulative and backhanded compliments that yeah. you know i didn't really mean you know yeah. separating the challenge for me was separating the, who i was playing and me sophie guest You know, having to realize, like, I'm not saying this, Doris isn't saying this, and this is something that was actually said in the 50s. It was putting myself back into that time period, like you were saying.
1: Now, as I have learned, there are a lot of fans. You know, this show elicits an emotional response. Uh, You have not received any pushback from fans in any way because there are some fans out there who cannot distinguish between actor and character. Have you received any negative pushback at all?
0: Um, I've definitely had a few comments on like some of my Instagram posts that say like, basically like, don't watch this show. Yeah. Um, and have like links to why did not this show, which I'm like, okay, yeah. you can have your own opinion, but it's, you know, phenomenal screenwriting. So I don't know why you wouldn't. I, my friend just sent me a TikTok today um, of my scene that you showed at the beginning of the show, um, and all the comments were, like, you know, saying, like, talking about, like, my line, and, like, all that stuff, and saying, like, I know you have to separate the character from the person, but, like, I just don't, something just doesn't sit right with me, so my friend was, like, replying, like, I swear she's the sweetest person in real life, you know, but I I understand I'm going to get that kind of stuff, and it's just, like, you know, I, I, I everyone is entitled to their own opinion, um, but
1: you know what you I know? tell uh, people it doesn't matter what age they are, that they're given a role to play an antagonist. If you're meant to play an antagonist and the writing is good and you walk away from fans having a just hating you, that means you did your job perfectly. Yes, that's a, that's a
0: great insight because. I, I, I mean, I've had people say to me, like, I watched the show and that was not Sophie on the screen. And I'm like, I did my job then because that isn't Sophie on the screen. That's Doris. And that's
1: acting. yeah
0: that's, that's, yeah, that's acting. Exactly.
1: Uh, did you make any, like, friends on the set that you consider now to be longtime friends that you can uh, keep in contact with as time moves on?
0: I think definitely Shahadi. I mean, she was so, such a sweet person to work with. And even though the show is so dark and intense, you know, we would be making TikToks in between takes. <laughs> and, you know, we'd just be having fun offset. So definitely, I'm going to. Uh, be friends with her for a very long time, for sure.
1: Now, you recently won Best Actress at the Golden State Film Festival for Landfill. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you so uh, much. Where can we see that film released to the public?
0: Uh, right now, the film is going to different like festivals to try to get it distributed. So I'm not sure the release date as of yet, but I'll let you know and I'll let you know where.
1: Now you've worked alongside a legend uh and probably one of and well, starred in one of the most famous horror movies of all time, and Linda blair uh, What was it like working with Linda Blair?
0: It was great. I mean, I only had a very small scene with her, but just that was amazing. She was very sweet and very professional. Um, but she was such a, n- a nice person. And I have to say, even working with her, I was very, like, even though she wasn't being scary in the film, I was very scared because, you know, after seeing that, you know, film and seeing her scene and everything, I was like, oh, you're very nice, but I just can't get that scene out of my head.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine like putting yourself into Linda's shoes? I believe she was younger than you when she filmed The Exorcist. Do you, I mean, do you see yourself doing that kind of movie like she did at her age, which was probably a, a two years younger than what you are now or maybe more?
0: I don't know if I want to go into that much horror. <laughs> I think, um, you know, just stick with the psychological thrillers. Like I was saying, you know, stuff that messes with your mind but doesn't necessarily um, freak me out
1: so so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I don't know if this is true or not, but there were so a bunch of stories that when Linda actually saw the premiere, the final product of The Exorcist, she had a negative, like physical reaction to it. As did really? Yeah as did thousands of other people who walked into that movie theater. Oh, there's a whole bunch of stories. Oh, my gosh. Revolving around The Exorcist and when it was released to the movie theaters and how people were just absolutely shocked. Uh, Now, you said your sister is a model, right? Is she still active Uh, in modeling?
0: She used to be a model, like, when she was around my age. Um, She still does it, like, sometimes – Uh, But she's like a nurse now. She's studying to be a nurse. So that's a little bit in her past. But from time to time, she'll still do it.
1: Okay. So you are like the star of the family now.
0: (laughs) I mean, I guess if you want to phrase it that way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, growing up on camera, uh, I know this is is a question I should ask you in about five or ten years from now. But I'm going to sort of start and ask it now is there anything that you feel you might be missing out on
0: that's a great question I mean there's a lot of like small things that I would miss out on that you know don't really like I don't really remember that. like that don't at the time I would think oh this is I'm gonna miss out on this uh, this is such a big thing like uh whenever I was out in Los Angeles filming for them. I missed, like, a Halloween party that was happening at someone's house um, here in Pittsburgh, like, at one of my school friends. And, like, while I'm there, I'm having the time of my life in Los Angeles, but, you know, I'm still, like, a teenager so at the end of the day i'm still like oh, i wish i was there you know i wish i was with my friends but that's so small and i'm so happy that this is the career path i've chose mm-hmm. and that i'm doing this and this is an experience of a lifetime so you know there are those moments where like i wish like oh, i wish i was like here and you know i feel like i'm missing out but i'm really not i'm living the dream you know
1: i think so yeah now when uh The time period that you gave us for when them was being filmed is pre COVID. Uh you said two thousand nineteen. So what kind of arrangements were made for school while you were filming or were there any?
0: Yeah, so first like the first like twenty nineteen little um whip that I had in Los Angeles, I just like went back and forth. So I would just get work for my teachers, do it in Los Angeles, and then like whenever I had off I would Fly back to Pittsburgh and go to school the next day. Um, and then in March, we shut down and we came back in August. So I, I filmed a little bit in March. So I went online fully. And then in August, I filmed. Um, and that was during COVID. So, you know, we had the whole mask, COVID test every day. We and had to everybody was whole... virtual
1: at that point. Every student. Yeah. yeah.
0: And we were, it was uh, summer. So I wasn't in school, thankfully. So I didn't have to worry about that on top of the COVID. Miss.
1: So, in your present, uh, you know, age, who is the actor, actress that influences you the most?
0: I think the actress who influences me the most is definitely Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, her career just resonates with me because I want that to be how my career looks like. Hopefully, down the line, she is just such like an authentic and raw character and um yeah and uh, i don't know have you ever seen winter's bone yeah i love that movie it's so good and she's so like raw and authentic in it uh actor-wise though i think timothy chalamet Mm -hmm. is so i mean i think he's really
1: cute
0: (laughs) my (laughs) celebrity crush but also I think he's, he has an amazing body of work and beautiful boy is so, he's so great and that's just such a great actor.
1: Now that you've done, uh, you've been in movies, you've been on TV, uh, Amazon does count as TV. <laughs> uh, where would you like to do most of your work? Do you like uh, doing serial episodes, television or do you prefer film?
0: I love both but I think I would love to you know do more films I from since that is most of my career as of now you know I may be a little bit biased (laughs) but I think film for me is like where I want to be um I just love like the aspect of it being able to play a character that can be one thing like one film and then the next film you're in it's a totally different character and for a tv show you have to play that one character for a long amount of time even though there's character development and everything uh i just feel like film resonates with me most
1: okay that's fair enough now a lot of people that i've asked that question to they also said film because they say um tv is very you're on a schedule you know you have so many days to do an episode. You may want to do another take and the director says you got it on the first take and but you're like I may want to do another take. Do you do you feel the same way? Do you feel it's more rushed for an episodic television show as opposed to having more time on a film?
0: Uh, I think it is, but I think it's also since I was since this is like a horror Um, I feel like it depends on the genre of the TV show because I know with like comedy, um, comedy uh, series, things like that. I know that is like very quick and on the go, like sitcoms and stuff like that. Like you're going right away, right away, right away. But for them, I didn't feel like it was that rushed. I felt like we could take our time and do as many takes as it took to get the right shot.
1: That's perfect. Uh, are there any projects that you are currently working in or about to begin working in? I know am not asking you to share any information you can't, but is there work lined up for you right now?
0: Um, I have a few things in the works, but I can't I can't spoil anything yet. What? But I do have a film called Dear Zoe um, with Sadie Sink. I filmed that in between episodes on them and it's supposed to come out sometime this summer so keep your eye out for dear zoe
1: absolutely now uh what was your experience i don't know how active amazon was with them you know their people what was your experience working as amazon being the production company of this
0: it was great um it was a great experience on them i didn't have much um in contact with like the you know, Amazon. I just kind of, I kind of went and I did my job and uh, I, it was a great experience to have. And I'm, I'm really glad that it, it turned out and as well as it did.
1: Oh, it's great. It is absolutely, I love it. Uh, you are amazing. You are fascinating. And like I told you, we you are going to be a bright star. Now you're you're a star. You're going to get even bigger as the years go by. Thank you. We're going to be seeing you on the screen for a long time to come. I want to thank you so much for giving us this time to talk to you. Is there any final thoughts that you want to share with our audience?
0: Um, I think I'm good. Thank you guys for all of your support on the show. Um, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at Sophie Guest Official on Instagram and Facebook. And thank you so much for speaking with me today. It was such a pleasure, pleasure to be on the show.
1: Thank you for being here with us. And guys, thank you so much for joining us. You can catch Sophie on Amazon's hit show, Them. It just premiered like, what, not even two weeks ago. Uh, less than that. Way less than that. Yeah. yeah all ten episodes are co- are right there for you guys to watch. Sophie, thank you so much to all our audience. Thank you for tuning in. Till next time, guys. Stay walking. Good night. <laughs>